0: And we're Back, Mike Cervich, Danger in Play, Gorilla Mindset, here to talk about a subject near and dear to my heart, how to have more energy. That's a very low energy way of putting it, isn't it? How to have more energy. All right, we're going to talk about how to have more energy, how to increase your energy levels, and energy has always been an obsession of mine because I am not a naturally highly energetic person. I'm not naturally extroverted. I'm actually rather quiet people find that very hard to to believe. But sometimes in life, you have to live in ways that aren't your natural state to get what you want out of life. But that's a different topic for another day. Although every podcast kind of presupposes that you're trying to to do something that isn't natural for you. That is why you learn education. That's why you do self-study. That's why you listen to podcasts. You wouldn't listen to this podcast if you were naturally bouncing off the walls. You would actually want to listen to a podcast that would say how to have less energy. I'm, I'm way too hyper, right? So it always interested me, this topic of energy, because I wasn't really naturally a hyper person, naturally high energy person. And I was like, why did you say I need more energy? So I was always looking for solutions, yeah, energy drinks. And one time I would drink 12, I kid you not, 12 sugar-free Red Bulls a day, nootropics, which I still use, but I don't use any kind of stimulants in the nootropics, etc. And I realized something, okay? Now, sure, you need to go to the gym, you need to have some kind of baseline physical health, because you don't want your body waging war against you. But for most of us, myself included, the lack of energy was actually a product of a lack of focus. Nobody ever taught me this, I had to learn it myself, I wish I had been taught this, and that is energy, you have a certain finite supply. So instead of thinking about how can I increase my energy level, the better question is to ask yourself, how can I focus my energy? But even that is a little, a little vague. So what we want to talk about is vision. It all starts with your life vision. and Then it starts with asking yourself, are you focusing your energy on your life vision And that vision can be short-term vision, a long-term vision. quick little example from actually last night. Last night, I was doing some journalism and I was covering a Trump rally when some Hillary supporters attacked some Trump supporters, including gay Trump supporters. So it would have been a hate crime if the media had reported it. And I was filming it, and one of the people who I'd caught on film assaulting somebody She got up in my face and started yelling at me, and I told her to take a step back that I could film her. And then the cop says to me, why are you antagonizing her? Well, that cop had no business – he was essentially white knighting because his natural impulse is why is this guy filming? Cops don't like to be filmed. He was going to try to start an altercation with me when he should have been focused on this violent woman, this feral animal, to get her arrested. I had every right to film – And I could have stood there and said, you know, what, officer, I can film this right in front of your face if I want to. It's a public sidewalk and there's absolutely nothing you can do to remove me. And moreover, since this is live, if you put your hands on me, I will file a civil rights lawsuit against you. So you do your worst. Could have done that. And there's a part of me that wanted to do that because why? Because, you know, sometimes I want to keep it real. Sometimes keeping it real goes wrong. But that's just my mentality is if you're in my face. I'm going to take action, right? But I just asked myself, Mike, what is your vision for the night? Well, my vision for the night was for that woman to be arrested and to leave in handcuffs. So I had every right to stand there and to film it and to make faces and to just ruin that girl's night and to mess with her psychologically. I had every right to do that. But in that very moment, I asked myself, Is standing here filming this, even though you have every right to, is that going to bring you closer to the vision of this girl? She's not a girl. She was a feral, filthy animal. This animal leaving arrested. And I go, no, you're right. So I have these running conversations all the time. I just said, you're right. I could stand here and make a scene, but my vision is that she's going to leave and get arrested. And actually she ended up in the back of a squad car. She was charged with battery and she was ultimately released on her own recognizance because if you're if it's a not like a really serious felony, usually they just give you an order to appear in court, but pretty amazing. So we had a Hillary supporter who was violent get charged with battery. And that was what I wanted to have happen. And that happened. So what I did in that very moment was I focused my energy on the vision, which was getting her in trouble. Well, if you're in life and you're doing things That don't make any sense, that aren't bringing you closer to your vision, that's energy now that you can't use for something else. You can't use it to bring it closer to your vision. That's why the first step is you have to find your life vision. And that's why we, we go over this in Guerrilla Mindset. I talk about vision all the time. There's a reason if you don't have a vision, you don't know if you're moving closer to your vision or if you're going further away from your vision. I know what my life vision is too big to ignore, media empire. That's what I think about every day, that's what I do every day when I wake up. What are book sales like? What are readership like? What stats like? What are people responding to? What do people want more of? What do people want less of? What are people tired of? What's hot? Every day, because I have a vision. Mike Cernovich, too big to ignore. Mike Cernovich, Media Empire. That's my life vision. Your life vision can be whatever it is. None of my business. The point is you got to have one. And then every day you have to ask yourself, am I moving towards my life vision? Now, what you're going to find are a few things one is that other people are going to be your biggest time suck. We talked about this in the article which I think is probably the most impactful article you could ever read which is how to develop ruthless focus. And I call it ruthless because you have to be ruthless with how with how you manage your time and how you manage your energy and that generally means what? one or two things. The people you're with, the activities you're engaged in, that's your life. Your life is your habits. And people. You're doing something or you're doing something with somebody else. And we have all these weird emotions with people and weird emotions with ourselves. And you let people suck away your time. They don't bring you closer to your vision. So if I had rules of energy management, one would be find your life vision. Two would be to use mindfulness techniques to check in all the time. And just ask yourself, is this action bringing me closer to my life vision? Is this person I'm talking to the type of person who will bring me closer to my life vision. And if they're not, then that's just the end of it. The next one is you can't save people for themselves. Next one is you're not a babysitter or therapist. And The next one is people are going to do what they're going to do. Your advice is nothing more than a way for people to receive ego validation and drain away your time and energy. I don't give advice to people. I learned a few things in life. I don't argue with people. It might seem that way, but I'm not arguing on the internet. People are like, oh, you argue all day. No, I don't. I make my points for other people who are reading. I'm not actually arguing with a person. I'm just using them as a springboard for my ideas. But because here's what I learned. People ask you for advice. I just don't give it because it is a waste. People don't want your advice. Here's what they want. Their ego wants to be validated, an ego receives validation by sucking away your time and energy. That's how people feel validated. You give them attention. People will come to you with problems, questions, I need your advice on something. And I I had a weird incident happen with a guy where he was like, he asked me my advice. He'd call me up and ask me for advice and I'd give it. And then I'm like, okay, that's good. I'm giving advice. And and in a way, it probably boosted my ego to think, oh, people want my advice and I give it to them. Well, then one time I was with them, and I saw he would just—he called five different people, and told the same different story. And he so he didn't want advice; he just wanted people to hear whatever his dumb problem was, which was stupid anyway. It wasn't even worth calling me, let alone you know twenty other people. It's just—it's just ego validation. So I don't—I don't make small talk. I don't argue with people. I've given people too much golden advice and have seen them not follow through with it. Golden advice on, especially with internet stuff, building your brand, marketing, promotions. My life advice is all really good, but I've given way too much great advice to people. And then they go listen to somebody else and then they come back and say, Oh, Mike, I listened to this other guy. Uh, but what about your advice? And you know what I say? Nothing. I just literally don't take calls, I delete emails. I report emails to spam from people if they ask me questions after I've given advice. But why is that? Because it is disrespectful to me and it's disrespectful to ask for my advice and then to not follow my advice. So if you're going to ask for it, all you want is your little ego to get attention. That's all you want to do because you're not going to do what I tell you to do. Well, that's fine then. You've chosen to not be respectful to me and on my time, so then I just don't take the calls anymore. I don't. I don't even read emails anymore. Why? Because I've given advice before, and people aren't going to listen. Now, for most people, that is going to be your biggest obstacle. Is oh, but I've known this person. She's a great friend. He's a great friend. This person's family. This and and my. You know, my take on all that is, hey, I'm not selling you on anything. I'm just giving a podcast. Listen to it, apply it, don't apply it. It's none of my business. But what I am telling you is the truth, and everybody who listens to this knows that it's true. The same people that you're supposedly going to save, well, maybe that is your own ego. Maybe that's how you feel useful by letting yourself get sucked into the drama of other people. Well, maybe that validates you. Think about that, right? I, I always look for ways when I can to be critical of myself rather than others. And that's probably one of the key secrets to my success. So if I'm talking to an idiot or I have an idiot friend or whatever, if I dated an idiot, I'm like, yeah, that person's an idiot. You know, I have this idiot friend or this idiot girl I dated or this idiot. But but that's great. But why don't you just say, wow, I'm an idiot because I'm associating with fools. I am associating with fools. And that means I am actually the real moron here. So as a general life strategy, whenever possible, I find a way to blame myself and to hold myself accountable for the people I'm around. And then when you do that, you start to think, well, yeah, maybe this person doesn't actually need my help. And maybe I don't even care if I help the person. Maybe I just feel validated by being involved in this drama. And if that is how I feel validated, then that means that I'm very low consciousness and I need to find ways to elevate my own consciousness. You see that? That's why when I tell people, you know, when I don't talk to them anymore, it really isn't personal as to that person. It's personal as to me because I've concluded that if I'm the kind of person who talks to time wasters, to, to people who don't follow advice, to people who just need constant ego validation, if I talk to those people, then I'm the kind of person who talks to those people. Well, I don't want to be the kind of person who talks to people like that. So you see how you're defining your own identity based on the kind of people you associate with. So, yeah, in my own mind, I go, yeah, I'm not the kind of person who talks to people like that. So there's nothing wrong with you. The problem is me. And I'm deciding that I need to raise and elevate my own consciousness. And that's why it. That's why I have no ill will to anybody, anybody I've dated or to any exes or to any, you know, people I knew from years back in the way or whatever. There's, there's no ill will. It's just that I've had to make a choice to elevate my own consciousness and to become a higher consciousness person. And then as I've done that, I found out like, wow, I have tons of energy. But people think, Mike, you must never sleep. You must never do that. Like, guys, I sleep a lot. Man, if I could get, I would love to get nine hours a night. I I sleep a ton. I relax a ton. I lay around a ton. I lounge a ton. But when I'm taking action, when I move around, it's high impact because none of my energy is being um, deflected or given to activities that don't bring me closer to my vision. I'm not like, oh, you're, you know, so-and-so's involved in some drama. Yep. Not going to answer that. Yep. Not going to answer that. Oh, so-and-so wants advice on, nope, not going to answer that. Oh, people asking me for free things. Nope. Just not going to reply to that. Not going to talk. Oh, people are criticizing me, you know, So, Shauna will see a lot of this stuff more than I do because I have so much to keep up with. She goes, Oh, yeah, somebody posted something on some friend's Facebook saying that she knows that you're reading this and you better answer that some article claimed that you liked raping people or something, you know? And I told her, Shauna, like, wow, that girl is really full of herself because I actually hadn't read her comment and I won't read her comment. And moreover, I'm not going to answer retarded things. Anybody who thinks that anybody in America is pro rape is a moron. Anybody who wants me to somehow, you know, the the backstory of that is the, um, the mainstream media attacked me because I went on television and was a huge success on television, and everybody wanted me to have my own show, so they just want to salt my game. They wanna, they want to throw shade. So there are articles in the Washington Post and Gawker and Daily Beast and Salon and all these other just terrible publications, Medi, you, know, you name it, they're all hating on me. And one of the articles called me a pro-rapist. Well, the old me, five years ago, would say, oh my God, I'm not pro-rapist. You know, what, what, what I said, like you took it out of context, you didn't read it properly, like let me explain. that. And then, and then that old me wouldn't have energy. Then that old me would try to say, well, wow, you know, I need to find a way to get more energy. Why don't I have more energy? The new me realizes, well, yeah, you idiot. You're trying to talk to people who are morons that that are idiots. No, of course you need more energy because you're spending all your energy on idiots. So you you can't spend any time – at all, idiots. You can't spend time on people trying to worry about if they like you. That was another like interesting thing. So I will occasionally see. So what'll happen is people who know me in real life will post links to my articles, and then their friends will say, "Oh my God, did you know Mike Cernovich is a whatever?" And then you know my friends will try to be like, "Well, if you met Mike, you would actually like him." And while I appreciate that for my friends, do you know what I actually think? I don't care if they like me, some idiot. You read an article in the news about me, and that is how you form your opinions. I don't even actually want to meet you because I wouldn't like you. So do you see how that reframe kind of comes in? I don't want people to like me. I want to know if I want to like them. That's why I don't seek approval. People need to seek my approval. That's just a different um sense of self and self-worth. I'm not here to try to prove things to people anymore. I've proved everything in my own mind to myself that I said I would prove. I said in 2014, people said I was crazy. Mike, you're crazy. You don't know what you're doing. I go, watch. I go, I'm going to be huge. Just wait. Nah, this is wrong. You can't do this, you can't post about politics on your danger and play site because that'll take away traffic. You can't write a mindset book that you market to men. Even though women love Gorilla Mindset, nobody's ever just written a mindset book and said, hey, this, I'm marketing it directly to men. If women want it, they can buy it. People told you, no, you're limiting your book market. 50% of book buyers are women. This is a mistake. And I go, just watch. I'm gonna have the, the biggest book launch of independent author and the biggest mindset book. I will. I'll have it. Well, what happened? I had it. What happened? All the stuff people said are crazy. Well, people people now want to still say I'm crazy because there's no, <laughs> there's no other way to discredit me because everything I said happened. I said earlier in the year, I go, I want to do 50 million Twitter views in 28, de- 28 days. Why? Well, because that's a lot. Okay. There's a reason people don't make their Twitter stats public and now people want to go, oh, well, Twitter doesn't matter. And I go, well, that's interesting. The media wants to say Twitter doesn't matter, but every journalist is on Twitter and the people who are saying Twitter doesn't matter have like four times the tweets that I have. Oh, okay, well, Twitter doesn't matter, but you actually tweet four times more than I do. Uh huh. Because they're jealous. And I said, and I said I'd be on TV, and people go, "Mike, you'll never be allowed on TV." And I go, "I know I won't be. Um, I know that I wouldn't be allowed on TV, but I'll get on there." And sure enough, I did. So at this point in the game, everything I've done and everything I've set out to do has happened. And I've told other people that should be huge. I know people, man, you wouldn't believe it. I know people that should be as big as I am or bigger, and I'm giving them the blueprint on how to do it. But then they go read on some internet website something that tells them different than what I said, and then they listen to that person. Well, the old me, the old Mike which would say, well, you know, here's why you should listen to me rather than that person. The new mic service is, hey, you just do whatever, you do whatever retarded thing you want to do, but then don't come back to me asking for my help because I'm not going to waste my time. That's the new me. Because of that, I have massive energy, even though naturally I'm not a energy person. So let's summarize. I like to keep these under 20 minutes because it's not what you retain, it's what you remember. That's the big mistake. I can do a three-hour podcast and you can be like, yeah, that was a good podcast listening in. And then at the end of it, I'll say, all right, give me five bullet points from that podcast. And you'll say, oh, well, you know, no, no, no. I like high-impact podcasts, focused energy, 20, 30 minutes so that you can take a lesson away from every podcast. That's what I do in every podcast. And again, back to vision, rule one, find your life vision. My vision for every podcast is to just blow you away with value, to completely change how you think about something in your life or the world, maybe big, maybe small, but to change it. That's my vision before I even start. Next rule, right? Focus on the vision. So when I'm doing the podcast, as I'm talking, even in the back of my head, I'm thinking, okay, make sure you stay on target. Make sure you bring in value, right? And then you want to think about how do you do that specifically? Well, mindfulness and all that stuff, right? Find your life vision. Focus on your life vision. Use your mindfulness to check in. Ask yourself, is what I'm doing right now? Or is this person I'm talking to bringing me closer to my life vision? Remember, you can't save people for themselves. You're not a babysitter or therapist. Or if you are a babysitter or therapist, then that's your job. Once your job is over, you got to live for yourself. Finally, people are going to do what they're going to do. Stop giving people ego validation. That's all they want. They want to suck away your time. Because it boosts their own ego. You deserve better than that. I'm giving you permission to not talk to people. Court time sucks. And then I guess the last kind of point, which is presupposed in all of this work, is that I don't you know, naturally I'm not extroverted, naturally I'm not a high energy person. I don't care what you are naturally. If you want to improve, you can improve, but you gotta be smart. Thanks for tuning in. This is Mike Sternrich, Danger and Play and Gorilla Mindset.